You're listening to Immaculate Conception Podcasts, recorded every Sunday at the 11 o'clock Mass at our new church located at 411 Palma Road in Columbia, Illinois. For more information about Immaculate Conception, please go to www.icc-columbia-il.us. Our pastor is Father Carl Shear. And now, enjoy the podcast. Only 11 more days until the Cardinal home opener. (laughs) Recently, I was reading an article in one of the local newspapers that maybe some of you yourself saw about one of the greatest Cardinal players of all time, center fielder Kurt Flood, who played in three World Series with the Cardinals in the 1960s. In this article about Kurt Flood, the one who interviewed him quoted him as saying that when he was in the minor leagues in spring training, trying to make the team, that the accommodations arranged for him and for other African-American players were separate from the white players, and that he couldn't even have meals with his teammates or stay with them in the same hotels. He also recalled watching a clubhouse attendant once use a stick with a nail on it to separate his dirty uniform from the laundry pile so that it could be washed separately at a black-only cleaner's. And Kurt Flood went on to state that the chatter directed him for the grandstands could be very cruel, saying, they called me everything but a child of God. Today, in the gospel story about Jesus, the Samaritan woman, we see that Jesus speaks to her, then later goes to the house of some Samaritans, something that was considered prohibited for Jewish people in the Mediterranean culture. But like on so many other occasions, Jesus breaks down cultural barriers, thus reminding us that each and every person is indeed a child of God and to be treated with human dignity and respect. As I mentioned to you a few weeks ago, after returning from my annual winter trip to Florida this past February, I went to see several movies And my favorite one was Green Book, which shortly thereafter won the Academy Award for the best motion picture of the year. The title of this superb movie comes from a small green book that African-Americans used when traveling in the South that told them where they were allowed to stay and where they could eat before the Civil Rights Act of 1964. There were some people who criticized the selection of this movie for the Academy Award because they said it dredged up the past when we've made such great progress since then. Last year, in 2018, our United States bishops published a pastoral letter on racism entitled, Open Wide Our Hearts, The Enduring Call to Love. In this pastoral letter, They stated, some may believe that racism is no longer a major affliction in our society, but racism still profoundly affects our culture and has no place in the Christian heart. Yes, racism and bigotry are not just past history. 
but they can also be present realities. When I first began this series of Lenten homilies on significant pro-life issues on the first Sundays of Lent, issues which are also hot-button political issues, I mentioned that just as Satan tempted Jesus in the desert to see things through the eyes of his culture rather than through the eyes of God, so still today, Satan does the same to you and I. Our Lenten prayer, fasting, and almsgiving are our opportunity to strengthen ourselves, to resist these subtle temptations, lures of Satan, to see things through the lens of our culture, our political affiliation, our government, rather than through the lens of Jesus and the gospel. In last Sunday's gospel, the Transfiguration, as you may remember, we were reminded by that voice that came from the heavens, this is my chosen son, listen to him. And again, no matter what that social issue may be, every social issue has a moral component to it. And the basis of all Catholic moral teaching on any social issue is the human dignity of each and every person. How does it impact that dignity? The United States Bishop's recent pastoral letter on racism reminds us that there has been both progress and regression in race relations in our country since the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech in 1963 and the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Our own Bishop Braxton, too, has written a very insightful pastoral letter on racism entitled The Catholic Church and the Racial Divide in the United States. In that letter, Bishop Braxton reminds us that the church, too, has been guilty of racism. That there was a time when African-American men and women were rejected by seminaries and convents and were not allowed to become priests, sisters, or brothers. Even today, there are only 250 African-American priests out of the 40,000 priests in the United States. And as is obvious to us, we don't see many people of color here in our parish. Some would say that the most segregated places in America are our churches on Sunday. In both today's first reading from Exodus and today's gospel from John, we read about people filling their buckets with water. In Exodus, from the rock at Horeb, and in the gospel from Jacob's well. These passages challenge us to ask ourselves, what are we filling our buckets with? What are we filling the buckets of our young people with? The life-giving waters of seeing every person, regardless of race, religion, nationality, or gender, as a child of God? Or are we filling our buckets and the buckets of our young people with the salt water of racism and bigotry and prejudice? Only the life-giving waters of the acceptance of everyone as a child of God will truly quench our thirst for holiness and happiness. But again, Satan doesn't want us to find holiness and happiness. And so he offers us the bitter salt water of bigotry 
and racism. Sometimes that racism is latent and unintentional. And sometimes it is systemic in our institutions. And that's why we must never presume that we are not impacted by it. As individual disciples and as a church, we must not let Satan deceive us into thinking that there is no more racism, prejudice, or bigotry in our society. Yes, great progress has been made on many levels, but there's still much more to be done. At the nine o'clock mass this morning, we celebrated the riot of scrutiny, where those who are preparing for baptism at our Easter vigil are challenged to scrutinize their lives under the light of the gospel. And so too, during Lent, we are called to scrutinize our lives under the light of the gospel and rid ourselves of those things that are not consistent with the teachings of Jesus. May our Lenten prayer, fasting, and almsgiving cleanse us as individuals and as a church of any racism, bigotry, prejudice, or hatred, and strengthen us to be proactive advocates for racial justice and harmony so that our lives may truly reflect our belief that the kingdom of God's love has no boundaries or borders. Only then will people of all races, nations, religions, and cultures come to believe that God is good. All the time. time. 